0: First question, I always think, why? <laughs> yeah. why? What is it about you? You were playing and instead of going to the beach for two weeks in the summer like all your teammates, you were going off to Afghanistan. Attempting or, a remarkable feat uh, this year. They're planning to roll across the Atlantic. It's 5,000 kilometres. It's New York to Galway. It's unsupported. I'm Damien Brown. This is Deep Roots. And once again, I'm asking you to join me on my next adventure. Day forty one The title of this episode should be Birds, Blisters, Bum Sores and Butterflies. So I've just finished my first stint of rowing for the day, two and a half hours. Um it started little bit slow because um, my body is giving me quite a bit of negative feedback uh, around a few areas so let's start with bum sores (laughs) I know you guys have heard a lot about these probably enough but uh, they are just taking a bit of um, time to settle down again. But at least I hope that's what the story is. Uh so they're still a bit uh raw and agitated. So uh what that means is just lots and lots of fucking Vaseline and derivatives of Vaseline uh under the short, on the short, on the seat. So it's kind of a little bit um a bit messy. Uh but uh that at least um Uh, takes away the the kind of burning agitation um discomfort that they give off pretty quickly uh, otherwise Uh, so that's a little bit of a solution Uh, the next thing was my left heel uh, has uh, a area about the size of probably two and a half three thumbnails um of uh dead hard calloused skin Uh, actually both heels have it but uh underneath uh, my left one um i'm pretty sure is a number of blisters that um haven't had the chance to run their course and and you know heal so they are just becoming really sensitive and this has been going on now for weeks like uh, this isn't just a new thing it's just today it was um it was painful enough to stop me rowing for a while uh so um i tried this is my diagnosis of the situation by the way but uh i think i'm not far off what's actually going on so uh so my solution there was i i really like wanted to get a an ideal world uh a scalpel like a chiropodist does and uh, just start to shear off and um and cut off the, the dead skin and open it up and see what's what's going on. Um of course I searched high and low through medkits and all that. We don't have uh anything like that in the medkits. So uh I did find some um uh what do they call them? Uh, no, um anyway uh they have a little um point on the end of one end of it and i uh, opened it up Uh, i can't believe i can't remember what the fucking things are called uh opened it up and um just started trying to lance actually at the the hard skin and see if i could uh release some pressure for want of a better expression i don't know what else i would have been trying to do but something along those lines felt like you know like i said it's it's there's a there's a built up um uh, pain, pressure, maybe below that dead skin. So I thought that might work. Uh, not sure if it did. But then I remembered I was uh, messaging Roselle about it, and I remember I was saying, "Oh, we've no scalpels." And then a little light bulb went off in my head, and I remembered that we do have Stanley knife blades. So into the toolbox and found the Stanley knife blades. Uh, pretty rusty, but uh, cleaned them off and started to try and cut away at it now it's on my left heel and it's not exactly a, a stable surface out here even though today is quite calm it's very calm um at the same time it was difficult to get uh and i'm right-handed so you know with a pretty uh beaten up and stiff body to getting my right hand across to my left heel in a seated position was uh was uh not exactly um fluid so I uh started to cut away with my left hand <laughs> and uh I made a bit of inroads enough to draw blood a few times and uh I'm not sure if that's a good thing by the way but that's what happened and it just seemed to seemed to relieve a little bit of the uh sensitivity in the area so then I just uh now it was it was a butcher absolute butcher job like but um uh sure you never know it might if it gets rid of a bit of the pain uh isn't that enough to be able to row again so and then i just wrapped that up uh tried to put a few layers of protection between it and the the shoe that i'm wearing um and uh uh the heel lock i suppose you might call it of the of the um foot plate so uh which is hard you know so uh um and it was enough to be able to row anyway. You know, it came up for me a few times, but I was able to kinda um get the get the area away from any pressure point and uh, keep rowing for, for my two and a half hours. And um yeah, we'll see how those two things uh manifest in the next little while. I wouldn't be my worried about either of them they just um, discomfort things for now and I just treat them well and take care of them and they should uh, regress a little bit and then uh, the two birds part or the birds part of the title was um, uh, last night I came out for a piss and um, I don't know if I tell you that there's these birds um, flying around the the boat um or have started to at least uh, at night and yeah i did actually didn't i um anyway i I was pretty sure as i was going for a piss that i could hear one of them flapping away on the deck lo and behold this morning four o'clock out on deck uh, i see the little fella in down in the footwell between the uh rowing seat uh the underneath that is the um life raft so between the life raft and there's a bit of rope in there stored uh there's a space where you can kind of put your feet down and um and he was in there uh kind of hiding away in the corner and he saw me and then he went further in i was like oh you poor thing so uh so i uh i got myself ready anyway and got the boat all sorted and then he was probably scared out of his mind, so I was like, Okay, let's get rid of you now and get you back into the the air where you belong and off this boat. So he was pretty good or she was pretty good when I uh put my hand down to kinda of cup her and um and take her out. And then I just threw her into the air. Um, thinking like she'd just fly away. And she kinda of dropped into the water. I was like, Oh, jeez. uh but then thankfully she um She had enough strength then to take off off the water, you know, so I felt quite uh, uh, happy about that and um, relieved and um, uh, caring. (laughs) Uh, And then I was kind of ready to go. It was real like um, foggy, misty, hot, hot morning well it turned anyway at least at that point it wasn't too hot but it's turned since then into a real like almost like a steam room of a morning you know it's real foggy but it's really hot and uh damp and dank and i'm you know i'm sweating like when i'm rowing which is kind of unusual uh but as i was uh seated did i look underneath me and there was another one another little bird same type the same kind of black sparrow sized guy with the white on his um on his tail feathers and uh he was right in the corner of the the footwell um between the sides and the life raft so underneath where i sit um and he was properly trapped like i mean uh, i i don't know how he well i don't know unusual right that they've been flying around the boat for 41 uh, days and uh, today is the first time or last night is the first time they came on board but um, uh, so I, I was, I couldn't get my hand into him really because it's a real tight corner particularly well so I had to use my, the spoon uh, that I eat with uh, I have a few of them but um, uh, so I got that underneath him I was able to kind of scoop him out and get him into my hand and then he kind of just I don't know, he was, uh, he kind of moved off my hand onto the deck, like flapped off it real quickly, you know, and I was like, oh shit, and he, he looked a bit like, um, I don't know, like <laughs> if he was a human, he'd say that he'd just fall out of a fucking skip, like um, <laughs> he looked a bit homeless, <laughs> he looked a bit like forlorn and shattered uh, with life you know he's all wet and just kind of um half arsed half energy flapping his wings I was like okay and I, I picked him up cupped him picked him up and then threw him into the air thinking the same thing might happen and uh it kind of did right he he uh he flew a few um flapped his wings but fell into the water and then um he couldn't uh he didn't have the power, the poor fella, to, um, oh, Jesus, to to um, lift himself off the water. And he started kind of getting dragged into the boat. And I was like, oh, shit, well, at least I can, um, like, he could get pulled under. But at least if he comes close, I'll grab him again. But then he was afraid of me, right? So anytime he come close to the boat, he'd pull away. And he eventually just kind of uh, pulled around the boat with the currents. But he just kind of got like lost in the distance then from me just flapping on the on the water surface so uh i don't know i hope <laughs> i hope he had the wherewithal or she had the wherewithal to um you know rest for a little bit and uh and um get a get a strength and then take off because like i presume they live on the water right because like the gulls they just sit on top of the water. I mean I'm fucking hundreds of miles from land, so <laughs> so uh these I haven't seen these little guys rest on the water like I've seen the gulls, you know, uh but I presume they do. So uh yeah, anyway, I hope obviously that he or she uh got back into the air eventually. But that was the two birds part blisters bum sores and then i had out of nowhere a butterfly fly around me <laughs> i haven't seen anything like that uh, the only things i've seen in the sky are clouds uh gulls and those black little blackbirds, um uh and the sun and the moon i haven't even seen i haven't seen airplanes i haven't hardly seen anything it's been real kind of overcast a lot of the time but um I don't know where that thing came from, but it did. And it was a total surprise, flew around me and actually landed on my right shoulder at one point and then just took off. So uh, (laughs) uh, there you go. That's the start to day 41, Uh, quite an unusual one. Um, Check in later, cheers. Close to the end of day 42 I'm only Four hours Away from Banan, Cushla McCree For six weeks I haven't seen another human Since day 13 I haven't touched another human Since I Lifted Gussie's considerable carriage Onto the gangway Of uh, Nina um, Shenzhen yesterday after I spoke in the morning the day um, was one of uh, push push try and maximize the currents and get the most out of the day i give myself a 40 mile target uh, which i fell short on unfortunately to uh 35 point something miles i can't exactly remember now um but i only rode eight and a half hours um the reason behind that is uh um a later day because of my kind of issues in the morning, getting the boat sorted and sorting out my heel and the blister and everything. I kind of started about two and a half, three hours late. So by the time I got to um, uh, nightfall, it was, I still had an hour and a half of rowing to do, Um, uh, which I could have done, of course, but uh, it would have pushed everything back today. Uh, which is day forty two. Um and the other uh, part of that dilemma was uh, my arse. My arse is in fucking ribbons. Uh, I'm absolutely pouring uh Vaseline onto it every um session now inside and outside the short to um to obviously give it a barrier against the friction that it's um is just um pouring petrol on already ignited kind of skin uh and i just thought another hour and a half in the dark where it's it's harder to row and steer and navigate so there's more movement on the seat for me and more chance then for agitation so uh i came to the reluctantly came to the decision to call it a night at after eight and a half hours i think that was around half eight at night Maybe nine o'clock. Something you have to understand about me is that fucking kills me because I know, on some level, my mind is having um, is manipulating that decision. You know, it's taking the easy route, and although I can totally reason and out reason out the the you know the the decision, and uh, it's. uh you know it's a fair decision like you know and it's uh um you can argue it all day i just know that they're um deep down inside me that uh there's a part of me that wanted that and i, I really um uh strive to have discipline over that um so that's why it sits badly with me when I make those decisions and cut them because I've made a commitment to myself to do ten hours a day, and and that's what I do. And uh, I didn't do it yesterday, and despite the numerous evidence to, to to um uh support my decision to cut a chart an hour and a half, I still it still rankles with me. I you know um, that's the conniving fucking nature of the mind, so, uh, anyway, once it was made, it was made, and I, uh, I had a, a hell of a sleep, like, I was falling asleep here, um, texting, uh, my partner, Roselle, and, uh, I didn't even, uh, get to text her at night, because I was, I'd fallen asleep before, uh, I had a chance to do that, but, uh, was back up again this morning, and, uh, obviously, and raring to go for uh, another day on the Gulf Stream and another day in the ocean. Um, And close out week six, I suppose, and just to make as much mileage and to kind of back up yesterday and get a couple of good days, really good days in a row. So I was out on deck this morning at half four, ready to row and and took off. And the, the going was good. The first... Uh, I decided to go in one and a half hour blocks today. They're just a bit more accessible um than the two hour blocks uh and um a little bit like less uh wear and tear on my arse. Um that last half an hour well can be well I suppose any half an hour of it but the last half an hour in particular can be um uh can be very uncomfortable so uh the first three one and a half hour blocks today were um pretty good you know i was getting kind of four knots average and hitting around six miles just under six miles it was a bit slower than yesterday and then on the fourth one i um hit a bit of a wall so uh i only pulled five miles so i was getting about six miles in in an hour and a half and in this hour and a half only pulled five point one or two miles um now the current has slowed but i could feel myself my capacities had slowed a little bit as well i was i just wasn't kind of as kind of consistent firstly with my um Technique, I suppose, and secondly, um, with my power output, and there is a like a significant power output going on, um, as I, as I said, I think before I may be in the Gulf Stream and it may be you know, uh, very much in my favor, but um, the rowing is still, uh, is still demanding. Uh, it's heavy going, you know. Now I don't mind that because I'm I'm capable of doing it but uh just in the in the at the end of that one i could just feel um myself battling to really get quality strokes through the the heavier water um so i took a little bit extra time nearly up to two hours off um between that and the next session and went out for another hour and a half um which ended up turning into actually a two-hour session uh, and the wall again, the flow had slowed significantly. Um, I was uh, I was battling uh, just to get three miles in an hour, which is three knots, which is uh, literally a knot slower than what I was getting earlier. Uh, and that was really nothing to do with me and everything to do with the, the current. And I'm pushing kind of southeast to get around uh, an adverse um eddy. Which is, uh, which I was heading towards. So I think maybe the I'm just re, I'm just you know putting two and two together here myself, and I think that the the flow might be slower here in the kind of more southern part of, uh, um, of the the wedge of current going east. Anyway, uh, that's my thinking behind it because it's definitely slowed for over the three days. It's gone from five knots uh, w- when rowing. This is so probably three knots not rowing to two knots not rowing to kind of one and a bit now. But uh, still, all good. Still, you know, while I sit here, boat still made uh, point four four of a mile or something like that. Uh, I've only been off the hours about twenty minutes. No, it's actually more than that. But anyway, so uh, so day forty-two has been um, yeah, just a, a one um am focused on uh, or trying to at least focus on uh, the work, um, and you build out a perspective around the getting the work done today the ten hours. Uh, and how important that is, and how the uh, that's going to um, accrue if I do that every day. You know, sometimes. So what's been happening today is I'm kind of mentally getting a bit bogged down in um, in thoughts that are outside of my control. You know, like so, you know, how many days are left? How many miles are left? I um. I put a lot of pressure on myself within the pressures of the challenge. So for me, it's not good enough just to row the ocean. I have to do it uh, to the best of my ability, meaning I have to push every day to uh, what I deem is a a capacity that is just about sustainable over the course of the um, expedition. And I kind of teeter on the edge there, you know. And as i said before that's what i i get a lot from that kind of um uh, that line that i'm treading uh, and that area around it you know i feel there's a lot of juice there and a lot of learning and a lot of uh, potential for growth if you're able to kind of sustain those capacities in and around uh your own physical and mental capacities um, but through that pressure uh, comes a lot of uh, um, doubts and frustrations and agitations and um, uh, focuses around things that, you know, you just get drifted into focuses around things that are outside of your control. Like so, you know, I'd be thinking about, well, if I get so many miles in this session and so many miles in the next session... Uh, by the end of the day I'll have so many miles and then take that away and you know how many you know and all this sort of stuff and none of that is in my inside my control so when you think about stuff that is not within your control uh, you can become quite stressed or anxious or um negative or overwhelmed or you know insert negative emotion here um so Yeah, so what I've been trying to do today is, um, within that, because that's been coming up a lot for me today, I've been in my own head a little bit today, is um, uh, build out better, kind of broader perspectives or access broader perspectives that can uh, um, help alleviate some of that negative emotion that's coming up for me, you know, and bring my mind back into a more settled place. Uh, Because none of us want to be sitting in uh, those states, like they're not enjoyable. Um, We want to be able to um, recognize them and be able to redirect away from them. And uh, something I found great today around that is uh, just asking myself certain questions around uh, the broader picture here. So... uh, The one I always came back to and it kind of came up for me during the first storm or just after it. uh, I was like, well, are you safe? And the answer is, of course, yes. Um, Are you healthy? Yes. Are you um, comfortable? "Uh, No. (laughs) Can you be comfortable? Yes. Can you be protected? Yes. Have you food? Yes is is it warm yes are you moving forward yes are you in the Gulf Stream yes is this one of the best days you're going to have possibly um, are you supported is there people watching on willing you to do well absolutely yes um, are you loved absolutely yes I hear from my family every day I hear from Roselle and Elodie every day, and when I think like this, it kind of shatters, or it um, it pulls me out of that real shallow focus, getting in the, in the details of dirty numbers that are in in a way none of my business. I shouldn't be thinking about them. I should be focusing on, you know, what is within my control. But we just do. We end up there. We have some sort of hard wiring there that brings us to that point, you know, and it's just been able to kind of pull yourself out of it. And that's something I've had. Um, that's a a, um, a line of questioning that has really helped around that um, and, and will continue. It's helped in this journey more than... Uh, I would have imagined or uh, I didn't think it'd be something I would rely on so much but it really came up during that uh, first storm where I was actually like fucking feeling pretty scared at times and just wanted it over um, and uh, trying to put a, a better perspective on things uh, and and since then you know I've, I've found myself using it uh, more and more again because it uh, it's a kind of an instant in terms of uh uh point of view on uh what you're doing in the here and now it's an instant kind of pull away it pulls you up into this kind of higher um outlook where you see the broader picture here and um uh, and then that just washes, that broader picture just seems to, everything just seems to fall away then, all the kind of things you were you were stressing about or worried about or getting bogged down by. So uh, that's been, um, yeah, something that I've used today because cause the Gulf Stream is, um, is great and all that, but, uh, you know, through my own pressures to fucking milk every last fucking drop out of it, Uh, and get maximum mileage, I've just found myself down in those kind of holes, going, fuck, this isn't good enough, you should be getting more, you know, I don't want to be seeing twos on the deck repeater, I want to be seeing fours, and, you know, and I just, shit like that annoying me and frustrating me, and it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be, um, because, um, uh, I'm going forward, I'm going fast and uh I'm moving towards Galway where I want to get to as quickly as possible and um I um I'm doing something I've worked three years to uh get to three and a half years you know this is exactly what fucking 4 a.m. nights were about this is exactly what 1 a.m. nights in the gym were about this is exactly what fucking chasing uh, hundreds of partnerships was about, and only getting a few over the line. This is what it was for at these moments. So I, I need to I need to be able to um, understand that in these moments, and, uh, and when I do, it helps so much. So in uh, yeah, getting rid of all that negative uh, emotion. So uh, day 42, nearly there, nearly six weeks done. Uh, moving forward, whatever happens, uh, happy to be here and happy to be um, uh, closer to Galway and happy to be talking to you guys. Thanks for, uh, thanks for listening, thanks for supporting and I uh, hope you're enjoying the story uh, so far.